Hello, lovely people. Um, I wanted to talk today to you about something that comes up quite a lot when I'm working with people about identity, and that is gender. Gender identity is kind of a biggie. In fact, I don't think I've ever really worked with identity with anybody without the way in which we interact with our gender identity coming up. It's massive. It's the first distinguishing feature that people kind of notice about us. When people are asked to give a police description, you know, gender comes up. If we're trying to tell somebody about somebody, we will mention their gender. It becomes this defining characteristic of who we are. And yet it is not unproblematic. There's more and more awareness in the world at large around um, complications, nuances, um, different facets of gender identity and different ways that people interact with this. But I want to focus especially on the cultural element. I work with people who identify as third culture kids, people who move around a lot, perhaps now in adulthood, but grew up moving around. That's the key point. Their developmental years were spent crossing cultures, embedded in different cultures, accessing different cultures. And this isn't just culture with a big C. This isn't necessarily just host country cultures. This isn't just me as a Brit growing up in uh, Nigeria or India. This is perhaps me as a Brit growing up in Nigeria or India in an international school um, and mixing with a whole bunch of other cultures in that context. But again, it might have been an American school in India or Nigeria, or I might have grown up in France in an American school. There are organisational cultures as well. So we've got host cultures, we've got organisational cultures, and then of course we have family cultures. Now, if my parents are different nationalities, that's a thing in itself. Um, but also families can develop their own kind of ecosystem and they might have their own culture around gender, their own kind of unspoken or sometimes spoken ways of being male, ways of being female. And we grow up between all of these. Just let that sink in. It's quite a lot, isn't it? For every culture in which we lived, there were several ways of being a successful female, of being a successful male, and we will have picked up on those. We will have interacted with that feedback. And depending on how well or easily our own identity expression aligned with these ways of being, our sense of ourselves as successful male or female will be massively impacted. Massively impacted. In one country, I was an unremarkable female by spending most of my day up a tree. In another country, I was a tomboy. 
which is true? How does it impact how I perceive myself? This matters as well, of course, for siblings in the same family. Siblings in um, one country might not experience much by way of obvious difference of movement opportunities, educational opportunities, move them to a different country or a different educational organisation and their experiences of the world might change drastically. In this new place, it might not be deemed safe for the sister of the family to walk by herself to schools, to clubs, to friends' houses. Her experience of the world is now different from her brother's. Perhaps in one of the countries in which she lives, she had many, many playdates, many, many local friends to spend time with during the day. But perhaps at a certain age, those friends retired to the home, to young marriages, and just weren't there anymore. How does our gender filter our experience of place and our experience of culture? And then, of course, how does it filter our experience of ourselves? In some cultures, it is absolutely appropriate for male friends to walk down the street in deep conversation, talking about philosophy and holding hands. And this will not have any perceived relationship to their sexual relationship or orientation. In another country, that kind of thing lands you more than a few bruises. What does that do to your gender identity? How do we perform gender expectations? And there's a few different things that we can consider when we want to better understand where our own gender identity is located. So we can start off mapping out the cultures that we have interacted with. So for me, that would be um, the West African countries I've spent time in, um, particularly Niger. That would be the fact that my host country is England and that I am white English to boot. There's a bit of French cultural exposure that I've had, but that was at an older age and less time. So in terms of the impact on my gender identity, I can't feel its significance in quite the same degree. But I know that one thing I picked up from my time in France was much less preoccupation around um, makeup, um, much more relaxed, confident style um, for women um, was my perception anyway. And that's crucial, actually. When we're looking at these different cultures that we've interacted with, we've got to pay attention to our experience of that culture. So two people might... Um, have lived or grown up in the same host culture, but one of them was perhaps sexually assaulted. Or one of them had the wrong colour hair. One of them had a 
very difficult experience that is now associated with that place. Their experience of that culture and what they have absorbed about their gender identity is just as true as the others. We can't take this from a textbook. We can't Wikipedia England and gender identity, how to be a woman. We have to reflect on our own experience of people and place and notice what we absorbed from that time. It's just a little bit more nuanced and it might take a bit more digging but it'll help us make more sense of ourselves. And then, of course, we also have to consider the ages that we were at in these various cultures. So a couple of cultures I've missed out from my story would be American culture because of the international school that I was in, and also religious culture because of the organisation that my parents were working with whilst abroad. In terms of gender identity, religion plays a part. And American views on bodies, um, modesty, particularly American Christian views, in my experience, from my story, they were different from English Christian views. So again, two cultures that seem not worlds apart have very different places in my cultural identity, my gender identity. So what ages were we at in these various cultures? Because if I was a five-year-old in a particular culture, I may not have picked up certain um, sexual associations with my gender. I may not have um, absorbed certain clothing expectations or even certain behaviour expectations. That tends to kick in more around prepubescent kind of years. So where we were at what time matters. So that's worth mapping in as well. And then of course the family culture. How did our family experience those other cultures? If the narrative in our family was this culture is too sexualized or this culture um, is too um, patriarchal or this culture is feminist, um, that will add another layer on to our absorption of gender identity. Does that make sense? It's not just my experience of this host culture, it's my experience of my family's experience of this host culture, because I'm taking that into. And we internalise all of this. And they don't all agree with each other. So when I'm being a woman, in my case, when I'm being a female my way, What way is that? Which part of my gender story am I tapping into? And in doing so, am I carrying a slight shaming sense that I might be failing at another part? If I lose weight, am I failing the West African part that told me I should constantly be putting on a bit more? If I put on a bit of weight, am I constantly failing the English part that tells me I should be thinner? If I want to do sports or climb trees, is there a part of me that whispers, no, that's not what we do here? When we can map 
our sense of how I do my gender. And we can map that back to where I learned how to do these things. Where did these preferences come from? Where did these observations come from? Where have I seen or felt this gender presentation before? Then I can make more sense of my story and more sense to myself. And I can ground my own gender preferences, my own gender identity in my early experiences of gender. Because those are far flung and global. And I won't always make sense the gender expectations of my current location and that's okay but it's a lot easier to carry a lot easier to communicate if I know where I'm from if I know and I can locate why I feel this way then I make sense somewhere right even if it's only in terms of my own internal mapping Maybe take some time today, this week, just ponder it in your head. Where does your gender identity lie? Where are there little glitches that feel uncomfortable or tense? Are there parts of yourself and your story you're not expressing? And how does that feel? Is there anything you'd want to change? Want permission for? How can you get it? Thank you for listening. Have a good day.